The following is a reflection on the readings for Friday of the 13th week of Ordinary Time. The first reading is taken from Genesis chapter 23 verses 1 to 4, 19, chapter 24, 1 to 8, and 62 to 67. The responsorial is Psalm 106, and the Gospel is Matthew chapter 9 verses 9 to 13. In today's Gospel, we have the call of Matthew, which has much to teach us about God's nature and our mission. Matthew is a tax collector and, as such, an outcast in the Jewish milieu of his day. He could not act as a judge or witness in a court, nor could he attend synagogue because he was considered unclean and a traitor. Working for the Roman enemy, occupying Israel, and likely stealing from his own people, Matthew was socially at the bottom of the ladder, the last person one would expect Jesus to invite into his ministry. Nevertheless, Jesus says to him, Follow me. Matthew was sitting at his tax booth with the implication of entrenchment, since sitting symbolizes immobility. Psalm 1, for example, which outlines the two ways, begins, quote, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. End of quote. There is a progression from walking to standing to sitting. Yet, at Jesus' call, Matthew rises and follows him. It was in some way a more radical discipleship, since the other apostles could always return to their former occupation of fishing if the call did not work out, whereas Matthew's abandonment of a post conferred by Rome meant he could never return. Sometimes, who we consider beyond hope of salvation is actually primed for conversion because sin renders one miserable, and Matthew certainly would have known how lost he was. Jesus then takes the additional step of being with Matthew and his friends at a dinner. Table fellowship was an important indicator of intimacy. This is one of many examples of Jesus befriending sinners, not for the purpose of affirming their rebellion, but as a way of showing his love and care as the shepherd leaves the ninety-nine to go in search of the one lost sheep. It also points to the Last Supper, and ultimately the Messianic banquet to which we are all invited. In Isaiah chapter 25 we hear, quote, On this mountain the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich foods for all people, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats and the finest of wines, on this mountain he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The Sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will remove the disgrace of his people from the earth. In that day they will say, Surely this is our God. We trust in him, and he saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. Jesus desires everyone to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Therefore, even someone like Matthew will be given the opportunity to accept the invitation. This is too much for the Pharisees who say, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? In response, Jesus compares himself to a physician who has come to heal the sick, and then challenges the Pharisees to go and do likewise, saying, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. The word mercy derives from the Hebrew term hesed, used some 250 times in the Old Testament. 
it expresses an important aspect of God's nature linked with the covenant. God's steadfast love for his people Israel perdures even when they are unfaithful to him. We see in today's Psalm 106 a response of gratitude. Quote, O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Who can utter the mighty doings of the Lord or declare all his praise? End of quote. In the New Testament, Hesed is incarnated in Jesus Christ, who teaches his disciples to enact this covenant love not only toward God and friends, but even enemies. This is at the heart of the Sermon on the Mount. It's also an example of the profligate sower in Jesus' parable of the four soils. The seed was tossed not only on cultivated lands, but everywhere. With Matthew, there is a hundredfold harvest in the gospel he wrote and ultimately in the witness of his martyrdom. May we express gratitude to God for calling us when we were yet sinners and by spreading God's hesed by the depth of our love toward all people. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may always revere and love your holy name, for you never deprive of your guidance those you set firm on the foundation of your love. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen.